This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Why are young women so stressed out? Why are you gals all stressed out? Got a new study from the uh, KMH, Center for Addiction and Mental Health, which suggests half of female Students in Ontario are apparently experiencing psychological distress, meaning they've got higher levels of things like anxiety and depression. And since 2013, it's been on the rise between students in grades 7 and 12, and the numbers are apparently much higher for girls who are twice as likely to have mental health issues and thoughts of suicide to boys. So What is at the root of this study? Let's find out. Dr. Haley Hamilton joins us. She is a senior scientist over at KMH. She joins us now. Haley, why are girls so stressed out? Uh, Well, that's a a good question. Um, And it's uh, it's always difficult to answer Mm -hmm. the question of why, uh, especially with our data. Um, uh, Our data show that females are, you know, twice as likely to be uh, to feel a high level of stress. Sure. Uh, they're more likely to be engaged on social media uh, and for more hours in a day. Um, and, and research shows that uh, there is a link uh, between social media use um, and, um, and distress. Um, so, uh, you know, all of these things, um, stresses, social media, and other aspects of their life could be tr- contributing uh, to their higher higher distress. What is it about social media specifically? Is it the bullying? Is it the, you know, constant engagement in other people's lives or people, you know, poking into their lives? Uh, it could be a combination of, of all of those things. Um, we, we know that, you know, there are a lot of positives um, connected with social media and connected with our devices, but um, we also know that um, sometimes it's stressful to keep up with our friends. All the sharing, responding, our large network might feel great, um, but, you know, we're also subject to a greater degree of criticism sure. um, online. Well, you know, then as a, as a woman myself, you know, um, is it wrong for me then to suggest that maybe it's a good idea for us to kind of get back to the basics? Maybe we shouldn't just be giving our daughters, you know, access to, to technology wherever they want, whenever they want. Maybe we should get back to the basics of more conversation. Is that asking too much? And I don't um, say that in a judgmental way, but right. maybe they're feeling more stressed than maybe moms have to pull back and say, okay, or parents in general. Um, I, I don't think that's that's unreasonable, but I think it, we also have to be realistic in knowing that it would be difficult for to ask youth um, or even adults <laughs> to give up their devices and to give up social media. So, you know, I think it's a case of um, recognizing um, the, the extent to which each individual or youth themselves are using it, you mm-hmm. know, um, and um, be aware of their use, how they feel after they use it, and and you know, be aware of privacy issues. But I, but it's important to have that conversation with youth, mm-hmm. um, and to and to model behavior. You know, it's kind of you know asking youth to um, give up their phone at the dinner table, for example, 
um, uh, is great, um, but parents should also give up their phone at the dinner table. Um, so, so that's it's something to consider as well. Well, yeah, we should maybe get back to the basic etiquette. I just I see so many you know young girls walking around in kind of packs. You know, they've all got their their noses buried in their phones. They all right. get them at such a young age. Maybe right. parents have to kind of say, you know what, I'm going to wait a little bit longer for you to get that technology. Just based solely on what you're saying, is that it's not a very nice world. Yeah, and 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 I think that that's reasonable. Um, but again, just be aware of those other yeah. those other factors, and that you know peer pressure is is, a, is an important um, uh, factor with regard to taking away something that you know other friends have. Um, but it, it's also having one-on-one conversations. Yeah. You mentioned the pack of girls or, or, or boys or whomever, um, but are they talking to each other or yeah. are they all talking? They're all texting each other even though they're in front of each other. It's a weird world world. How much of um, your study looks into hormonal um, you know, issues? Young women going through lots and lots of changes yeah. physically, mentally, how much of this uh, stress is coming from hormones? We do not know because we do not ask um, or address that aspect uh, within our survey. It's a, it's a self-report um, survey that we administer to students in, in grade 7 through 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't really get at um, that component. What was one of the more surprising findings that you, you have made with this? Um, well, for me, it's surprising that you know, over 50% of, of females are, are going through this. Yeah. Um, and that it, the jump from 23%, sorry, for females specifically, 32% uh, in 2013 to now 51% in 2017, yeah. that's a big jump. Um, so to me, that's, that's surprising. And what were they saying? I mean, is it that they feel more conscientious about the way they look, the way they, they're there? Like, what is it that they are feeling the most angst about? Um, we, our survey specifically don't ask, you know, what, what exactly is the source um, of, of your stress. But I think generally uh, students are concerned. They're, they're stressed about school. They're stressed about, you know, um, expectations for the future. Um, you know, what will, what will happen? They're stressed about their friends. They're stressed about their image. Um, they're stressed about, um, you know, being, being criticized or, or what they're sharing, um, their relationships. So I think that there is... There's just a lot of stress, um, as they themselves indicate, um, out there. More than when we were growing up? Uh, well, <laughs> that's a good question. That, that we, I don't have the data for that, but, it, but it's a good question. Is it more stress? Is it, is it a different kind of stress? Um, you know, that, that's a question that is it's, it's up for debate. Because I'm not sure that there's more stress. I do, however, think that the technology and, and the social media and kind of being surrounded by all that noise uh, yeah. would be a real aggravating factor. Yeah, the, the, kind, the, you said, the kind of stress, the source yeah. of the stress uh, might simply be what is different. So what would you then advise to parents? Because the, the, the studies out, the information's there, half mm-hmm. the, the female students in Ontario mm-hmm. are, are, are in distress. What are you advising? Well, for me, we do the study so that we can inform students themselves, so they know that this might be an issue, parents and professionals, that, that these things are of concern with respect to youth. Um, and we hope that students will become more aware of these issues and seek help if they need it. Uh, we hope that parents um, might, again, be more aware, but also have discussions um, with, with their kids uh, about these issues. Uh, we have, uh, you know, indications that a large proportion of students don't really speak to their parents about these issues. Um, so, you know, open dialogue uh, and greater dialogue would be a good thing. 
Well, you're right. Uh, there isn't enough conversation, which tells me that parents are, are, are not doing their job, you know, and I'm not judging the parents out there. But again, if you've got the data and you're seeing it, the kids aren't talking to the parents, that means everyone kind of collectively has to get back to basics. Yes. Start talking more. Yes. Uh, you know, get involved with people rather than your your smartphone. Or maybe parents shouldn't buy their kids smartphones early, <laughs> as early as they are. Well, and, and and that's the thing is when do you when do you make the decision to to provide your your child with with a smartphone? Yeah. Um, because it's you know it's being aware of of those issues or or you say maybe or providing it but having you know strict boundaries around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean there is also I think an interesting finding in the study that we're actually seeing less violence. Um, well, we're seeing less physical assaults, for example, right. um, within schools um, and. Uh, we have that is good news. Um, so we have um, you know they're less less likely to be victims of bullying um, at school, which is a good thing, and it reflects you know that we we have done um, uh, a reasonably good job you know getting the information out there with respect to bullying um, to kind of reduce those numbers. Um, we have you know, the assaulting someone at you know or physical fighting at school. That those uh, behaviors have declined, I would say, over the last decade. Mm-hmm. They have a bit. They've stabilized a bit um, over the last uh, few cycles of our survey. Um, but you know, compared to what they were uh, two decades ago, um, they they have declined. All right, interesting numbers. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. It is interesting numbers. I just, you know, I think my big takeaway from that interview is less time on the phones, less time on the social media. I sound like an old-fashioned fuddy-duddy. I sound like one of my parents now. You know, why don't you get out and read a book, a good book? Get out and talk to your friends. On point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.